Welcome back to the Cowbell Fever Podcast. Today we're taking a trip back in time, ten months back in fact, to the day of the Berkey for the third installment of our ever-famous, ever-exciting Main Street Podcast. This episode takes place at the Moccasin Bar, and I've forgotten who I talked to, now what can I blame for that? How much fun we had, you know, at a bar talking to people, and of course how much we stand Keegan. It's a lot of fun we won't get to have this year, but hopefully we will in 2022. The Cowbell Fever Podcast is brought to you by subscribers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash off7, that's my last name, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash o-f-s-e-v-i-t. And I'll thank you like I thank Brian Marks and Ben Mullen and others who have helped the podcast inside out. It's also brought to you by the fact that the SkiWise app exists, and that I want more people to use it. Now that there's more snow in the Midwest, but not in the Northeast anymore, you can find trails and post conditions in real time, skiwise-app.com, on your iPhone, Android, or desktop. I'm Barb, I'm from Dousman, Wisconsin, and I watched, and I supported, and I cheered, and um, yeah, no, this is a this is the perfect, this is a quintessential Berkey day. How many Berkeys have you done, Barb? Well, I've done 15 in my, but not this year. Having done 15 Berkeys, do you think you'll do those five more to get that special bib? That's a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> I've discovered that I enjoy skiing when there's not another 8,000 people out But then there's the part of understanding that there's this negative space you can fit into, you know, and that, so it was just, a, and I mean, negative space in terms of open, so that's cool. Um, I'm Jess Hayden. The race was awesome. Um, I'm from Australia originally, but uh, I actually live in Albuquerque. I'm a, in the physical therapy program. And UNF. how did you do in the race today? I won today. So. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it was my first Berkey. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I've never skied the course or anything. It's my first time here, so it was really, really exciting. Uh, but it was also, it was challenging not knowing the course, but also like, in a way kind of good because I felt like I could just ski like how I felt rather than like worrying about the course so and you won so you yeah. won some cash money and you're in the moccasin now yeah no it's awesome <laughs> well congratulations yeah, thank you so much. and I uh, yeah. hope you have a good rest of the day thank you uh, yeah. how could you not you won the Berkey no I know it's awesome it's an awesome scene here so my name is Russell Weatherly from Boulder Colorado uh, it was a good race really fast snow uh, moved up about 700 spots this year, so I was feeling uh, feeling pretty good. I was able to V2 the last couple of hills, so always a good day. Now I'm at the Moccasin. How's the Moccasin? There's beer. I haven't, I haven't drank in two months. Sober till the Berkey. Jeremy Blazer, Berkey Wave 1, year number 8. Finished in the same spot as the other 8 years. It was a good Berkey. <laughs> I ran into a high school friend I hadn't seen in six years. That was so far my highlight. Uh, Chris Rapp out of Seattle also. Third Berkey, 40-minute PR. So it was a good day. Um, Hoping for a wave tour one next year. Drinking beer now. Great day. She's an amazing Wisconsin native. Well, I grew up, I mean, that was like 40 years, 45 years ago I was a native here. But anyway, I was about a half hour faster this year because the conditions were phenomenal. Where are you from now? Steamboat Springs, Colorado. My wife. All of us are from Steamboat. 
How's Sil been Simbo this year? I haven't skied. All I've done is shovel snow and move snow. Uh, we got 400 inches of snow so far. I, I only ski out of wave two, and I started moose cycles, and uh, and then um, bike builder Steve Tilford put me on the map years ago, and he won the first Northern Nationals on a bike I built. Schwamigan many many times. Katie and I, my wife and I have done the tandem. We've done single on a bike that they built, and we build our own bikes. Yeah. You made the first 29er. First 29er and the first 27.5er. How many Berkeys have you skied? Today was 10. My wife Katie has done 15. The Elite Wave. The Elite Wave, yeah. Nice job. Yeah, the Elite Wave is great. I mean, it's actually, uh, well, who's going to hear this? It's easier than skiing anywhere else. No old guys, just a bunch of girls. And they're most, all they're most, yeah, they're really pretty. They're good skiers. <laughs> they now, always did, say, "I'm sorry" when they did, step on your poles. Did you see any gold medalists on the Elite Wave today? Yeah, I did. Actually, Keegan Randall went to the bathroom, and then she came out, and I'm like, "Hi, hey, Keek, nice to see you." I'm Katie. And she's like, right. I literally got slow motion video of Keegan on the lake. I never got a gold medal, but I got a gold star in first grade, I remember once. So, the guys who run Jack Roo are staying at our house. That's yep. what Keegan wears. So, like, she was at their booth, and Keegan is literally the reason I started skiing. And I, we're talking to Ron Heyman, he's the Jack Roo guy, and he's like, hey, um, did you want to meet Kicken? Because he has a, like a weird Canadian accent, of course he does. And she's standing. She was very, very sweet. We got photos, and um, I'm not no. So literally, like Keegan's just a, a legitimately good person. Like you can fucking tell. Like she's a real person, and I'm not. A, I'm not a hero worship person. Talk about Anya and. Uh... Literally, Keegan is the only person that I sort of hero worship in any sort of way. We stood on the lake so we could get slow motion video oh, of our fucking skin. Oh, yeah. Um, and look at her technique. It's so good. It's fucking insane. Oh. Like, she's so good at everything. And that's Ida Sargent. On the lake? Yeah, well, like, right, like, we're right off the She'd take her. So, at our house, we have Anya Gruber, we have Kelsey Finney, Davis and Connie Carpenter's son, or daughter, I mean. Kyle. Kyle Bertrude. Yep. Yeah, so we have this killer house, because we have, like, this geriatric group of racers. Some of us in the Elite Wave, some of us Wave 1 and 2. And then we have the up-and-comers that are, like, starting to fill the void. We're all worried about them. Anya stayed with us a few years ago. How'd she do today? Anya's amazing. She was second in the Classic Race to Nicole, who was at our house, too. Nicole was first. She was first by six minutes. She yeah, won Nicole, by... Nicole killed it. She and her dad, Duncan. Duncan probably waxed up seven pairs of skis for her yesterday. That was cool to see. Oh, it was fun. It was the best turkey ever. I think it was the best Berkey I've ever done out of 10. It was just, you know, it was like skiing on the cloud today. It was really beautiful. It was good, it was good. I did a finally decent job. Last year was rough, really rough. Probably the worst ever. And then this year was, it was good. I skied well, I skied in control. And yeah, let the wheels fall off in the last 4K. It was good. I was 60 seconds. 60 seconds behind, behind Jacob. 
Yeah, he's with us. He was in the big pack of 20. That was yeah. with us. He was like 40-something. Yeah, I know. The top of our pack, I think, was almost low 30s. Yeah. High 30s. You always have good days and bad days. I was 182 last year. Hey, I think you should run a regression model uh, based on age, uh, place, and temperature. That sounds like a lot And then of that work. way you can do a, a, oh, it's easy. Find somebody like Tom Meyer who's done 25. Just look at everyone that's done, it's a virtual year. There's a lot of data out there and I kind of let the other people do it and I just record podcasts now. Yeah, right on, right on. I used to do that and it's a lot of work. I think, yeah, I remember when you did. That's why I wanted to tell you about it. I was the first one to do it. And now I let the other people do it. And I just go up to people and yell at them and sell them in my podcast. That's perfect. It's perfect. I was behind you for like 4K. And I'm like, oh, I got to stay with Tyler. I got to stay with Tyler. And not even close. I felt pretty good today. And I, I think I skied where I should ski, which is nice. I do feel like I, I could have raced the top 50, but I had a pack. I had a couple of skiers that would get in front of me. And then a couple of women that I ended up trying to tell them that I was behind them, but they ended up sliding over, and then I got a gap formed, and then I had to try to jump the gap, which, well, you know what happens. It's not a big deal. You're still in Wyoming? Yep, still out in Wyoming. How's Wyoming going? Good, good. I don't do any ski racing. What's your, uh, where do you, where do you uh, live turkey. right now? How, what altitude are you at? Uh, I live at 7,000. We train at 8,500. How does the 1,200 foot feet of elevation here feel? Uh, I forgot. It was really nice. Ours is my friend that does the blog I was telling you about. It's the Berkey blog. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I met yeah. him in my first year here. And we've we've done a blog post every year. That's nice. Or whatever this is. <laughs> no, this is your three. How was your race? It was excellent. Seventh Berkey. It was awesome. It was really fast out there, and it was just a really good time. So, you know, always Berkey fever, so... It's good. Yeah. Now at third Berkey? Third Berkey. How's your race? Well, I made a major mishap. I brought the wrong skis that were slower and not waxed. And I'm sick. I found on Wednesday I'm, I'm anemic again, too. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You're in the upper Midwest. They have a lot of meat here. Go eat, like, four steaks and you'll be fine. I think, I think we're having steak for dinner. We are yeah. having steak for dinner. Yeah, so yeah. I'm working on getting my iron stores up. And then this guy raced in college, so I'm actually going to beat his time next year. Hundy mm-hmm. Pete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But your race is good? It was great. It was great. I think I took off like 40 minutes from last year. How was your race? The best part is fastest time ever, which means that I finished at like 11.10, which meant that I've just been drinking for the last four hours. Because it's Wisconsin. And if you're in Wisconsin and it's this time of day, why shouldn't you be drinking? Socially acceptable. I, mean, I love it. Well, so how was drinking out in the sunshine today? So I went and stood on the lake for like two hours. I had like three shots of Aquavit because the Norwegians were there and they had Aquavit. I mean, A few beers. You? I lost count. And it was fantastic. <laughs> Sickness. Yeah, how are you doing? I mean, you know, being sick isn't ideal for the Berkey, but it's just another little added challenge. He's He's been sick too, so like, it's still the Berkey, it's still fun. You still go to the moccasin and drink a couple pitchers. Like, really, our lives don't suck. No. Best day of the year. Until we get to next year, then that's the best day. Yeah, that's true. Keegan Randall is a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. We can all now. agree on that. Yeah, correct. Totally. She's yeah. doing amazing things outside of skiing so. and down to earth. 
and doing a lot for cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. So we give her mad props for that. Oh, yeah. So we'll let it slide that she hasn't responded back to you. Keegan, you didn't win today, but we love you, and we think you're great. And you should come to the moccasin and have a beer. (laughs) And sawmill later. If Keegan came to the moccasin, how loud would the moccasin get right now? It'd get pretty rowdy. Even more rowdy than what it is. The The roof might blow up. The roof would fall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might change the color of green that this place is. This place has been the same color of green for the last... (laughs) Probably 50 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I hope it doesn't change. Woo! <laughs> not as talkative as the other people. What was your, where are you from? What was, how was your race? I'm David Dayton. I'm from Minneapolis. Um, Cordelopid Classic. Had a beautiful day. If you didn't have fun, you have a problem. And uh, I love being here and in the crowd. The energy, it's wonderful. My wife cheered me on, and I cheered her on today. So that's nice. It's very And uh, here with a big group of friends, new and old, and it's a lot of fun. My race was full of sun and snow. And how can you ask for more than that, really? I did the Berkey Classic. It got it got tough to wax for. I waxed for not the warmest of the warm weather, uh, and what I waxed for was amazing. Uh, the track was glazed. My skis were ripping fast. Uh, my quick my kick was great, but at Fish Hatchery, uh, my kick shit the bed. So how was that last couple of climbs? Uh, they were. They were slow. I walked. But the lake was awesome. Uh, I have a pretty strong double pole and the track was glazed. And I don't think I've ever been so happy to see the lake and do a bunch of double pulling. Uh, my name is Eric North and I'm from Cable. I'm a local boy. We're in the moccasin. This, uh, I don't know, is this my home bar? Sort of. I like albino stuffed deer, so... You know, Mitro's close. you got to come somewhere else. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Mitro's was the icon in Cable. Uh, Moccasin's the icon of Hayward, so here we are. Phil Rogers, Esco, Minnesota. Doogie here, Eric North, a.k.a. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I had a great race. Finished, uh, I believe, just maybe... On the margin of the staying in elite wave, number 201, I believe. On the bubble. I'm on the bubble, but I broke a pole. I'm going to petition, see if I can stay in the elite wave. <laughs> I skied a few K with one pole. Mr. Unfriendly broke my pole. What was your number? Uh, 97. And who broke your pole? Uh, I didn't get his number, but I gave him an evil look. Did you say a lot of bad words when he broke your pole? Only one or two. I said something like, what's up, dude? Really? I was in the lay wave, I saw a I saw a broken pole, there were some bad words said, maybe it wasn't you. It was probably my buddy Luke, and maybe I shouldn't give his last name, but he does run the hospital here in Hayward. And this is his second year in a row of the skiing the uh, Hayward Berkebiner, and, I, and he's broken a pole probably almost the same spot, two years in a row. He said some bad words, I'm not going to lie to you, I heard it. And uh, I skied with him a bit, quite a bit. Phil's not a cusser. 
that might shock my wife, but I did not really swear. That would come as a shock to my wife. I feel like if you're running the hospital in Hayward here, you probably, and you finished 200 first. I'm not running the hospital. My buddy that broke his bowl okay. and cussed. I did not cuss. Yes. So you uh, you didn't cuss, and you don't run the hospital. He cussed, and he doesn't have a hospital. Hopefully, we can all come to you being in the lead wave next year. I'm going to have some words with him, talk about his language. Hopefully, he'll uh, you know rectify that, remedy that, you know. And, you know, you can talk to Ben, and maybe Ben will see it in his heart, too. I, I am actually Ben's captain. He's on the uh, Earth Rider ski team. I am the captain of the team. So I'm going to demand as, as my... As, ask nicely. Ask nicely. Okay, not demand. Ask nicely. You did say demand. Strike that demand. Strike, strike the demand. Strike, strike the demand. Stop for a second, and then say ask nicely. Yeah, strike the man. Ask nicely. Ben Pop. I met Ben, Ben's Pop's wife near the bus, and his two little, uh, little mini me's. Wonderful children. Wonderful children that look exactly like him. Very pleasurable to meet them. Uh, yes, I'm going to petition heavily. Ask nicely, Ben, and hopefully I will make the top 200. If yeah. I could just uh, interject a broken pole story with all the sob stories here. So, <laughs> in 2008, when Adam Swank was third, he skied five kilometers to the top of the fire tower with a broken pole, with one pole, and still got third. So, boy, oh boy, it's tough to find much love in my heart for you guys with broken poles. Now, Adam Swank, he's got to be a birch legger right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yep. I think he's 23. He's got 23. Really? 22 or 23, yeah. We're yeah. doing the ski back when we leave here. Adam and I. He's not... He, he, I thought he's, he left already. I just bought him a drink. He's over in the corner. All We're right. skiing back. All right. All right. You're, you're doing what now? Ski We're back skiing back uh, north of Double O. Might as well got another 30K in. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I gotta take an intermission. Thanks for I got my, me. I gotta go and. Uh, I got my boots and skis. I'm I thinking go about drink. this now. Uh, so my name is Adam Swank. I'm uh, from Duluth, Minnesota. Originally from Rhinelander, so I love this race. I come every year. I'm Halfway like, between Duluth and Rhinelander, basically. Exactly. So this is my 22nd time doing this race, and today was an epic afternoon. There was nothing wrong with the conditions. Morning. It was well. I guess I was done before noon. You're right. Yeah. So epic afternoon of the moccasin. This is this is yeah exactly. This is why we come here. The moccasins are fun. You know, watching people finish at the Angler Saloon, watching them finish for a while, coming to the moccasin, seeing friends that you haven't seen for years, love it. So this was 2008. Power lines early in the race, skiing along. Pole gets snapped by someone else. You know, everybody's tight, fighting for position. We're not going to talk about who that is. No, uh, nope, no, no nope, not at all. Not no at all. No one owns a ski shop. No, not at all. We're not going to say any names, but does have a tendency to have a lack of awareness at times of where he is. Has broken more than one pole. He or she. Or she. That's true. That's true. At any rate, ended up skiing about probably four kilometers, one pole after that, keeping the lead group just just in your in your insights, and uh, finally got a pole, and um, a couple centimeters different. <laughs> Definitely a difference in the swing weight, heavier pole, but um, it worked. Did the job. 
ended up catching back up to uh, the lead pack. And then coming down Main Street, it was a sprint. And I ended up losing to one person getting second in that sprint, which was good enough for third overall that day. Yeah. Cash money for that? Cash money, best finish ever. One of the most memorable events. So, loving it. Hey. Now you're 22, 23 Berkeys in? This is 22 done. Yep, exactly. Now, where did you finish today? 24th today, according so to the results. Just above. You need to get down below the number of Berkeys in your finishing place. You need to keep that about even. That would be a good goal. Exactly. Yeah. That would be a really good goal. But, you know, today's field, full of young stud athletes, great skiers. So, I feel happy to be 24th. Not a lot of purple bibs up in the free pack. I don't think so. I think there was a few. You know, I got myself and there's a fellow by the name of John Bauer. He's actually over 50. Unbelievable inspiration for everybody. He was, uh, he's always right around me. He was right behind me today. It was a good day. Working the moccasin on Berkey Day. It's quite busy. Busy is your busiest day of the year? It is our busiest day of the year. And is it fun? It is. It's a lot of fun. Seeing a bunch of skiers in here who skied a bunch and then drank a bunch. That's what Wisconsin's all about. That is what Wisconsin is all about. Perfectly said. How, uh, what, what's, what's the moccasin like on a normal day? Definitely not this busy. A little quieter? It's a little quieter. But you must do well on Berkey Day. For sure. Busy from open to close. How long has the moccasin been around? 40 some years. So long, as long as or longer than Berkey? Yes. Well, that's how long the owners have actually owned this, but the moccasin itself has been around a lot longer than the current owners. Three days Berkey. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a good, good time and you enjoy it, I'm sure. I love it here. The boss keeps us pretty well staffed and everybody's kind of been here doing this every year, so. You guys work hard and we all thank you for it. Well, we thank you guys for being out here and doing this and we always have fun. them with a very high-tech professional cell phone recording device earlier this year. Thanks to the warm weather for not freezing my fingers or killing my phone battery, and thanks to my car backup battery for keeping me charged for hours. Thanks to Keegan for being awesome, and apparently I actually texted her on the wrong number. She received it in the evening, so hopefully in the future she'll be able to make it to the mock and, of course, on the podcast. Thanks to the staff at the Moccasin for being great, and remember, please tip your bartenders, especially if you get back to a bar this year. I'm sure they're all hurting and I hope the moccasin is doing well. Thanks to New Glarus, as always, for providing the libations, and one day we actually might be sponsored by them, but for now I guess just thanks. And stay tuned for more Cowbell Fever podcasts coming up in the new year. 